brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. J.J. Cooper, Carlos Colazzo with you on another Baseball America playoff podcast after a a lot of baseball this weekend. Uh, There's way too much that has gone on since we last talked to you on Friday Mm -hmm. to say that we're going to go through game by game because... can't do that. You know, and to be honest, um, does anyone, I mean, even Yankees fans need us to relive (laughs) every moment of... uh, Blowout W's, you know, like, I know Twins fans don't want that. They're fine with it, you know, no, like, okay. Twins fans might not be listening to this podcast, to be honest. <laughs> um, but, uh, possibly, you know, but we have today, we have four games. We, you know, we did get a, uh, uh, another uh, four, four game day. You know, we, mm-hmm. we know that we're going to get the Friday one. The Monday one is a gift if both NL series go past three games. Yep. Both NL series have gone past three games. And we could and get four we could get all four series clinched today, depending on the outcomes, obviously. Yes, we also could. We also could have no so more baseball after today till Friday. Yeah, let's not root for that, but it would be, I, I, it would I be fun if one. it happened. But I want at least one series of, to go on. Exactly. You know, at least one. I guess on that, which one do you think is most likely to? I think you can easily eliminate the American League series. Those have not No, been... I wouldn't say easily eliminate, because I do think that this is actually, I think Charlie Morton yeah. for the Rays versus Greinke is... I'm not saying it's likely, but I, I absolutely could see the Rays winning this yeah. game. You know? Well, Charlie Morton, I mean, he's been absolutely dominant in pretty much all of his playoff appearances about the last but three years. At the same time, you know, in the NL, it, it'll be whoever, in the Dodgers Nationals, it really does feel like it's whoever, you know, whoever blinks and has to go to their bullpen first. But yeah. I, I it, do feel like that, that at this point... Um, that the Nationals are going to construct a force field around the mound that keeps Hunter Strickland from, uh, you know, from entering that area. Yeah. Because I, I, we talked about it on the pocket. It is amazing. I, I you know, I, I feel for him because it has to at some point be like something where it just weighs on you mentally. It's like, how do I give up home runs pretty much every time I take the mound in, in the postseason? But Yeah, and the Dodgers 10-4 win over the Nationals. Hunter Strickland again through one inning. Two hits allowed, and of course, one of them obviously a home run. So, yes. I mean, again, that was a bad bullpen Nationals. night. Like Joe Kelly for the Dodgers, also not. Uh... Well, I think that's kind of been the theme for the National League as a whole. I mean, the National League games have been a lot more competitive, and I think part of that is just because the bullpens for all these teams are so shaky. I mean, the fact that all of these games are close in the late innings and we're getting lead changes after the fifth inning repeatedly, I mean, I think that's a testament to either the shakiness of the bullpens or, in some cases, starters coming in and being just solid in relief in, in places they really haven't pitched that much before. Uh, right now, you have, we are in the, uh, let's look at the Braves-Cardinals series. Mm-hmm. You, you basically have, yeah, you've had some really good starting pitching performances. I think Soroka versus Wainwright was one of the best pitching performances we've had as far as both teams I mean, I mean, the fact that Adam Wainwright was in the league in 2005, I believe, was his debut season. 
and that, he's pitching. He's basically like Justin Verlander light at this point, right? I mean, he's a veteran who's been in the league. When you say light, though, because Justin Verlander his, is, is... If you look at his playoff at his playoff success, I mean, he's been very good. The Cardinals have lost a number of games that Wainwright has thrown very well, Okay, I, and it what, happens again. Right. I, what, okay. Adam Wainwright has had a great career, mm-hmm. a great career. I'm not. The, when you say light, the thing no, is, is just they're very about, different. They're, he's a ver- he's a veteran pitcher who's been in the league for a long time and has been extremely reliable in the postseason. I'll, I'll give, I'm not trying to say he's been as dominant or he's as good as Justin Verlander. Okay. but there are some similarities that I like to uh, okay. to point out. With. Uh, he's been great. Like I'm looking it up here. So in his postseason career, yeah. four and four, two point seven nine, twenty five games, thirteen starts. Because he did serve. Mm-hmm. You know, he had that early stretch in 06, You know, got you know, been in the ring and through the closure the other was, day. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but um, he was great. But he was great. You know, again, it was what you expect from Adam Wainwright. He mm-hmm. was great because the curveball is really. Really, it's yeah. it's always been a weapon for it him. It seemed like uh, there were multiple at-bats with Freddie Freeman where he knew the curveball was coming, he looked like he was locked in on it, and he was still waving at it. It's a very dominant pitch. And then just watching Mike Soroka going against him, it was a lot of fun seeing a guy that young, I mean, really not phased at all. I mean, we've seen him do it throughout the entire year. but The, the not phased part had, does not surprise me at all. I think just, he had one of the better um, debut playoff starts that we've seen in, in some time as far as game score goes. Um, but that was really impressive. But again, these games continue to be tight in the, in the late innings because of, of the bullpen. And you got to see a cool moment with Dansby Swanson and Duvall again coming up pretty clutch for the Braves. And, and this is the, the flip side of that is, is if you're the Cardinals, you are in no way at this point confident about putting Carlos Martinez out there with the lead in the ninth inning. No, you can't be. And if you're the Braves... Even the game they won, he... He let the game get close again. So, and if you're the Braves, you are not all that confident if Mark Melanson is in the game and it's no. close in the ninth inning either. So, you know, it. It. What is interesting about this mm-hmm. is, to take it a different way. Also, we talk about starters versus relievers, and also the importance of relievers in these series mm-hmm. is is that when Chris Martin went down, and I understand the Braves, you know, like you kind of had to, the Braves had to kind of make this up on the fly. Mm-hmm. But when he went down, their immediate thought was, we need Max Fried in the bullpen. That was, even though the reality of it is, is that does mean that today, mm-hmm. as we talk about this, you know, there's talk about whether it be Keuchel. I have not actually seen. Have you seen? Is Keuchel and Last K-Rong. I checked, those were the two. They haven't decided yet. So by the time you listen to this, they might have decided. I, I would, to me, it just makes more sense. I, I think especially now that they have the one-game lead, you go Julio Tehran. And okay, the what's, what's your I, rationale? Because I haven't, I haven't been able to decide which I would prefer if I was a Braves fan. The, the reason I would say it is, for one, you get him on full rest. Mm-hmm. You know, Keuchel would be coming back a little. But yeah. for two, so that gives you then four. Again, you've had a shaky bullpen. For game five, if it mm-hmm. gets to that point, you can start Keuchel mm-hmm. and you can say, hey, by the way, Fulton Awitz is... Uh, you know, He's going to be available in the he, bullpen. I mean, basically, you, you make that game a, a Keuchel-Fulton-Awitz game mm-hmm. because asking Fulton-Awitz to throw a few innings mm-hmm. you know, on short is, is not the same as asking him to, to, to go seven or eight. Yeah. You have both those guys for game five. You know, and again, it doesn't even screw you up if you, you know, the reality is, is that's, you know, that would be on Wednesday mm-hmm. if they got to a game five because there would be a travel day, I assume, tomorrow. Um, I haven't looked. I should have the schedule in front of me, but I mean, yeah. but 
you know, but basically then you're talking about your start. You, you, the reality of it is, is that you could get those guys back very soon in a, an LCS as well. Mm-hmm. I just think you, if you go Keuchel and then it doesn't go well, then you have less options. You know, to me, if you were down, I get it completely if you're down and like, this is it, the season mm-hmm. depends on this game. But you could, if you're the Braves, you could win that game mm-hmm. with Julio Tehran on the mound. Yeah. Less likely, but you could win it. Yeah, I see. I think it's a good argument. And, and it's something that we've seen the Nationals do, not exactly in these same terms, but the fact that they're pulling in Max Scherzer um, and Patrick to Corbin. pitch in relief. And Patrick Corbin, yeah, I think it was, it was more surprising to me to see Scherzer. But what did you think about uh, their usage? I mean, it was something that we kind of almost thought could happen just because the strength of their starting rotation is so impressive. But And the weakness of their bullpen. Exactly. Is I mean, they're notable. almost forced into it to some extent. But, I mean, Max Scherzer, this is in their second game, uh, which is the one they've won in this series. One inning of relief after Steven Strasburg threw a really impressive game. Against Clayton Kershaw, three straight. I mean, I mean, I mean that was dominant. By the way, uh, that was what that was something. I, I'll answer your question, but the thing I did want to touch on that that is, to me, like that really does stand out, mm-hmm. is we have seen aces, mm-hmm. like we talked about. But Steven Strasburg's outing. I mean, he was carrying a perfect game long enough into that game where you started to go, ooh, only seen. I, you know, I've seen one of these, you yeah. know, in my in my life that I can remember. Maybe I'm forgetting one, but I'm pretty much sure. I remember Roy Halladay. That that's what I got, you yeah. know, during the postseason. Uh, you know, I have talked to, uh, you know, uh, I, I actually have had conversations with people who were at the uh, the, the Larson game, but mm-hmm. a little bit before my time. <laughs> um, but uh, but as, as impressive as he was. Garrett Cole yeah. was uh, absurd, uh, you know. And by the way, do remember the Rays. The the uh, when we talk about bullpens, the Rays had a chance to win that game, or at least I should say, like I mean, yeah, they were within two runs. They I mean, they brought the tying run to the plate exactly. In, you know, in the ninth inning against Osuna, but um, and if you didn't watch real quickly, Jer- Garrett Cole seven point two innings, four hits, fifteen strikeouts, which is a record for Astros pitchers, I think. In the playoffs all time, and the most since Roger Clemens and in 2000. And it was like 30... 15 strikeouts and one walk. That's just pure dominance, and it's just more of what we it was, saw. And it was, by the season. way, it was multiple pitches. It was, it was, I do not, when we talk about how good hitters are, yeah. I would have just, I cannot even imagine no. what you would do, where it's like, okay, well, i got to watch for the 100. i got to watch <laughs> for the watch slider. for the 100. i got to watch, by the way, 115th pitch of the game was 100 miles an hour. Unbelievable. Um, you know, it was every bit the definition of, of I mean, I mean Strasburg and Cole, we have two number one picks in the draft who mm-hmm. it may t- have taken a while in Cole's case, mm-hmm. but he's had flashes. Him getting to Houston seems to have unlocked, uh, you know. Completely unlocked him. Yeah. I mean, it's like, it's like, let's he take him. He had like him. one really, really impressive year with Pittsburgh. And then since he's gone to Houston, it's pretty much been dominance throughout. Right. And... But now you are talking about both of those guys are showing mm-hmm. number one, you know, yeah. front of the rotation, ace stuff. Mm-hmm. We've seen that a lot in this postseason. I mean, the reality is, is Houston has at least two of those guys. Cause we've seen already from Verlander and Cole. Now, I mean, how, how bummed do you have to be if you're the Rays? You match up with two of the favorites for the Cy Young Award in back-to-back games. I mean, that's, that's, why, that's, that's why pretty the, unfortunate. I mean, again, if I, if I said right now and 
I get it. Yankees fans, if you want to be upset about this, I follow it. Mm-hmm. They're beating up on the Twins very impressively. Yeah. But you watch the Astros, you watch the Dodgers, and those two teams do feel like, doesn't mean they're going to win it, doesn't mean they're going to be in the, post, the, the World Series, mm-hmm. but those two teams do seem to be at another level. Yeah. The Dodgers lineup is so freakishly deep yep. that... And Almost the Dodgers, they're not going to have to go through a Yankees or an Astros caliber team to get to the World Series. Like, the Yankees and Astros definitely have a harder path um, if, this, if this continues. Right, again, like, I think the Yankees lineup every bit matches up with the Astros lineup. Mm-hmm. The, the hard prop you have with that is, is that, hey, I know Tanaka's a great playoff pitcher, mm-hmm. you know, postseason pitcher. Tanaka, by the way, just threw five innings, seven strikeouts, allowed three hits and just one earned run. Yeah, he looked Very really impressive, start. you know, all that. That said, the reality is... You know, I mean, the, the simple reality is is that anyone in a seven-game series, especially if you have to beat, you have to beat Verlander or Coles <laughs> start at least one of them. Mm-hmm. Those that's four of the seven starts at minimum. Yep, four of the seven out you know games at minimum. You got to win one of them. Yeah, and that's going to be tough. I'm not saying it's not possible. It's going to be very is, tough. But that's going to be very tough. Yeah, I do think we need to touch on the Yankees at least a little bit. Yes. they haven't been. It hasn't been super competitive this series, but they've scored 18 runs in two games. Um, their most recent game, eight-two win over the Twins. Didi Gregorius had the big grand slam, coming back. Obviously, he didn't play uh, a ton throughout the regular season, but I know. At least the Yankees people were fully confident in him coming into the postseason and providing an impact bat, and that's exactly what he did. Is there anything that, that jumps out to you about this series, uh, or does it just kind of highlight the strength what, of, of this Bronx Bombers lineup? What jumps out to me from this is, and we kind of, kind of, I mean, this was a, a very much a possibility. Mm-hmm. This is a Twins team, a very good season, an excellent season, mm-hmm. but... They're pitching, they're starting pitching, it, it's just, it, it, they, they keep having off ramps. And so the reality <laughs> of it is, is that this is in no way the rotation that they hoped or planned to come into the postseason with. Mm-hmm. And look, I, I think Randy Dobnak's one of the great stories, you know, and everyone can focus on Uber, I'm going to focus on a guy who was in the USPBL, the United States Professional Baseball League, an indie league that does an excellent job of really, it's a league where basically one stadium mm-hmm. and the four teams just play there. And, but it does an excellent job of actually developing players. Justin Orenduff, former uh, first rounder who uh, basically you know, runs kind of the, the, the player development side mm-hmm. of that league. Um, they do an excellent job. Dobnak goes from there to the big leagues in the blink of an eye. Credit to Billy Milos, the twin scout who signed him, who also signed Nick Anderson, mm. who's uh, the dominant pitcher. For... Yeah, who's been great. Not, not for bad the work, huh? No, not at all. Um, but, uh, you know, but at the same time, if you're having to start Randy Dobnak <laughs> in game two of a division series, and with the expectation that you hope to get three innings out of them, mm-hmm. it's going to be really hard. Like, yes, it's an again, uphill battle. It is an uphill battle when you're facing a Yankees team where you go, okay, you're going into it thinking, we've got to score five, six, seven runs mm-hmm. to win this game. And that's what the Twins do every game. And to the Yankees' credit, their pitching has been good enough to prevent that. Mm-hmm. And by the way, they, the Twins could score five, you know, and it not be nearly enough, as mm-hmm. we've seen. 
So, I, again, they do, I mean... It wouldn't have been enough in either of their games. <laughs> right. So far, it's not. We yeah. do not know about game three. But, I mean, realistically, they're hoping for Jake Odorizzi. I would be stunned if Jake Odorizzi gets 20 outs. Like, they will get eight. They're hoping to get 18 out of them. Mm-hmm. You start getting to the top of that lineup the third time, it is going to be bullpen time for the Twins. Mm-hmm. And that's... You know, so then you're asking your bullpen to get at least nine outs. And so far, that bullpen has struggled to do that. Yep. Although, uh, to be honest, that bullpen's been asked to get 18 to 20 outs. So. Yes. And it's going to be very tough for either the Rays or the Twins to come back in either of these series. I think in this format, with the home team going up 2-0, it's something like they have 90% chance to win. Um, so you can almost pencil in the Astros and the Yankees to move on. Never say never, obviously. Crazier things have happened. Um, but those series look like they're about wrapped up. Uh, the National League, obviously, TBD. But let's go ahead and look forward to the games today. Uh, first game is Houston at Rays, 105 start time. Granky on the mound versus um, Charlie, Charlie Morton. Morton. So anything to, to touch on in this one? Other than- I, again, I do think that the Rays, I wouldn't be shocked at all the Rays get a W here. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. Um, you know, so then you... Maybe the, you know, maybe the Astros, you know, I would assume they would still go with, you know, they would hold off and it would be Verlander for, uh, for game five, mm-hmm. I'm assuming. Again, same situation. You got the W. Mm-hmm. You know, you go with, uh, you know, they have a couple of options to go at number four starter. Mm-hmm. But um, the reality of it is, is that, I mean, even if the Rays win this game, I still think the Astros win this series. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I kind of agree with you. It wouldn't surprise me to see another gem by Charlie Morton. I think the Astros are probably going to go ahead and finish it off in Game 3 right now, though. They look really good. I'll take them. And you could look at the, you know, the 5 o'clock game? Or the, is that the nightcap? This is the nightcap, isn't it? The Yankees-Twins. Yeah, the, the second game today is Atlanta-St. Louis. Yeah, let's go to let's finish the AL first, let's though. So Yankees, the Yankees, the... It's a sick, it's actually a uh, 8.40 p.m., so it's the latest game. New York at Minnesota, 8.40 start. Luis Severino on the mound for the Yankees. Jake Odorizzi on the mound for the Twins. Think they have any chance here? I mean, realistically, like, they, again, I could, this is probably one of their best shots of, mm-hmm. of getting a W. But no, I mean, I'd say it's 65% chance the Yankees win that game. And I would say, at this point, I'd say it's probably like 85% yeah. chance that the Yankees win the series. So Odorizzi has allowed 20 home runs in his career to Yankees hitters, which is tied for the most he's allowed to any other team. Right, he, he's <laughs> he's prone to that's yeah. This is not a yes. This is not a great matchup, but at the same time, it's probably about as good a matchup as they have in this. It's you know in the series, and the thing that is, the reality of it is, is that okay, say the Twins win this one, mm-hmm. they face more frightening matchups. You know, like down the road in this series in Game Four and Five. Yeah, so I'm, I'm going to take the Yankees again. I think both these American League. Uh, series will be three O's to the favorites. How about you? I think the Yankees win that one too. Again, I th- if I think the Rays are going to win the other one, to at least give us another game. Yeah. And I think, the, but I do think it's very possible that we could have two sweeps here. Yeah. Yes. So the first uh, National League game today is Atlanta at St. Louis at 3:07 p.m. The Cardinals throwing Dakota Hudson at this moment. TBD for the Braves. It'll either be Tehran or Dallas Keuchel. I'll say if Keuchel pitches, I think I favor the Braves. He looked really good in game one despite allowing well, some hard contact. The thing I'll say is, is again, this is I don't have the data on this, but it has always been an old scouting adage that mm. Keuchel's the kind of guy who it's okay 
he is the better type to be a guy who throws on short rest. Mm-hmm. You know, okay, maybe it gives him a little bit more, you know, like he, he's a down in the zone, not going to blow you away. It, Dallas Keuchel losing a half mile an hour off of his fastball is not the same thing, or a mile an hour off his fastball. As long as he still has that, that command, that control, mm-hmm. might even get a little bit better movement on his pitches, all that. That said, I, you know, I, I do not, I, I'm, to me, it, it just makes more sense to go, and I think there's a good chance they're going to go Keuchel, but it makes more sense to me to go Tehran, yeah. and you say, okay, <clears throat> again, they've got, I mean, Sean Newcomb's barely pitched in this series. I don't know you don't want Sean Newcomb to pitch significant innings in this mm-hmm. series, but that's another guy who's gone long, but, you know, like yeah. they... And it's been pretty good so far. They, I mean, they, they, they have options where they could go Tehran and say, okay, if we get five innings out of Tehran, and then... They've had good outings from Fulton Awitz and Soroka. They haven't had to use the pull, the bullpen extensively. Mm-hmm. You know that there's I, again to me that makes sense. That yeah. said, you know I, I do think that the Cardinals have a very good chance of, of sending this back to. Uh, yeah, Hudson has been very good this year, especially at Bush Stadium, nine and two with a two point seven five ERA and seventeen starts. So you got to like um, your odds if you're a Cardinals fan with him going on the mound. It'll be interesting to see who's pitching. Uh, but that series has been maybe the most fun to watch, just as fierce as far as tight games are concerned. So um, a must-watch regardless. I mean, all of these are. It's the playoffs. Yes, I was say. <laughs> They're all yes. must-watch games. Uh, the last game we've got to look forward to is the Dodgers at Washington. That's a 6.40 start time. Um, Max Scherzer on the mound, I believe, for the Nationals. Or I don't think that's been officially... He could. Uh, he I mean, no, it should be Scherzer. Sure, sure, they started Annabelle in the last game, so yeah. this, it's almost the Dodgers will Scherzer. send Rich Hill to the mound. And it's been kind of the same old for Rich Hill. I mean, he's been injured a lot. When he's been healthy, he's been really good. The reality of this is the Dodgers. <laughs> the Dodgers sign Rich Hill at this point. Like it's almost like okay, we'll we'll keep you in a cryogenic chamber, <laughs> you know, for April, May, June, July. Hopefully, we'll start thawing you out in August. By <laughs> September, you're throwing, and we want you in the postseason. Does that mm-hmm. work for you? That works for me. Okay, great. Yep. Go out there and do it. And he's done it pretty well. I mean, you know, again, I do look at this. I do think the Dodgers are just the better team. Yeah. The Nationals are a very good team. Juan Soto is amazing. You know, all of these things said, the Dodgers are just a better team, and mm-hmm. I think they will win it. All right, I agree with you there as well. Um, you know, that's it's going to be a very fun day. Um, you know, and again, I kind of do hope that we will be analyzing it tomorrow. But I hope we have something to talk about as far as predicting another division series game. I hope we do not go four for four today. That's yeah. my rooting interest. This is I don't want to I don't want to I'm, I'm almost going to go against you. I kind of want to see that happen. As as much as I want to see more baseball throughout the week, I, I think it would be a lot of fun to see that happen. Although maybe that's You know, I will say this. If it does happen, it does set up that that ALCS you have two teams who have laid waste to two very good teams. I mean, again, mm-hmm. we, I don't want to belittle. This is a Twins team that won. Yes, they were in the Central. Yeah. Won over 100 games. Yeah. This is a Rays team that, you know, won more games than division champs win in many years. And yeah. they did it in a, in a solid division, you know, that has one of these teams we're talking about. Yep. But if you have the Astros and Yankees both sweep their division series. And I, they, think, I think having them face each other on full rest would be awesome. I mean, it's going to be a lot of fun. So I'm rooting for that. Sorry. You know, but again, I'll root for more baseball. <laughs> but it will be fun to watch. It will be very fun, hopefully, today. Uh, you know, and we will be back to talk about it tomorrow in another uh, 
Baseball America Playoff Podcast. A reminder, as always, we got a lot up at Baseball America. Carlos has been very busy. Teddy has been busy and all. We have a list for the top prospects for not just the 2020 draft, but the 2021 draft and the 2022 draft uh, over at BaseballAmerica.com on draft. We also have, uh, we're rolling out league top 20s, and I believe it is the New York Penn League today. So we got to think... We have the we have one more full season league to come, the Midwest League tomorrow, mm-hmm. and then we're rolling through, which I think are really kind of the most fun of the league top twenties. Is mm-hmm. the, the deeper you get, where you're, yeah, you know, we're finding guys who are a little bit lesser known. Um, so that's going to be coming up all week. We have draft report cards coming, uh, I believe, yep. next week, yep. which uh, which is power packed, full of info on every team's draft. Uh, you know, guys who you've absolutely heard of and. Guys, who I promise you, whoever you are listening to this, we will we will at least give you some names that you have never heard of. I say that because every now and then there's one of those in that that I've not really know anything about. Yeah, and I think it's happened to you too. Oh, and you for know, sure. And you know the draft. <laughs> I mean, that's what you do. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, but again, it's very hard for me to know all 1,200 of these players. Come on, Carlos. So. <laughs> You know. There always is a surprise, a deep pick that has turned out to be a really impressive player. So look forward to those. So if you're not subscribed yet, just go to store.baseballamerica.com and check it out. And we appreciate the download. Please feel free to rate, leave a review, whether it is iTunes or Spotify or now it's just about everywhere. Yeah. Uh, you know, but uh, but and do subscribe. And we appreciate it. And we will talk to you again tomorrow. So long, everybody. Mm-hmm.